right, well, let's uh, see what we can get into here today. Um, all right, so we're, we're, you know, we shifted from uh, True Riches. Uh, you know, of course, we're supposed to be traveling, so I just want to make sure we uh, really get in the meat of what God wants to say about breaking the chains of torment. Um, so we're going to get into um, just some aspects of breaking the chains of torment today. I think it'll be good for us. You know, I think we've been, you know, been hearing some great testimonies of how lives are being uh, impacted through this message God has been sending to us. All right, so, so we spent some time uh, Sunday just talking about uh, we, we, we delved into, we touched it a little bit, obviously we did it on Saturday, but we delved into these uh, uh, extra personalities, right? We got into some of this extra personality and we talked about schizophrenia and how there's a dual personality um, apart from self, so in other words, so I so I have a I have a unique, fearfully, wonderfully made design that God has for me. Now, of course, you know, remember, uh, Satan he used to be Lucifer, who was what he was the uh, the, the key archangel. He was over all the the other archangels, which was Gabriel and Michael at one time before he he fell. Well, I mean, you know, you spend that type of time, you get a sneak at the plan, so you see. You know, you see what we're purpose and plan for as God's children. You know, even, you know, uh, one of the angels said, what is man that God is mindful of him in Psalm 8, that thou visited him. So we're very special to God. And we're, you know, and because we're fearfully and wonderfully made, you know, someone that's, that's destined for torment is looking to torment us. You know, he wa- looking to get us tormented too. And so... To, you know, we talked about this in the scripture uh, in Matthew 12, you know, house divided can't stand. So he needs to infiltrate our being or our mind or our thoughts and just create some confusion or some division. And so that's where that dual personality apart from self. Remember we said it's two sides to that personality. There's the inward passive thoughts that you may have. You know, so I'm hurt, I'm offended. Uh, I've gone through trauma. I've got played and betrayed. People talked about me growing up in school, uh, whether they talked about, you know, uh, my head, my lips, whatever, you know, you know, people just, you know, you say ears. (laughs) Mrs. James was ears. I I was lips. That's all. I was just lips. It's like, you know, (laughs) you know. I think I think all of us Bradleys, we <laughs> they kind of got us on the lips. Um, but whatever the case may be, you know, we you know when you you're young, you're evolving into your your unique design and your beauty. So, you know, you're you're not a finished product. But people will try to attack you at the place of your development, and hopefully they can get in your head. All right, so, so and, and if they do, if you, if you start to sense rejection, that opens the door for, remember, we talked about compensation, right? And a lot of times the adversary is offering us a false compensation plan, you know, so insecurity or withdrawal or isolation, things of that nature. But then we talked about the other side of that personality is the outward aggressive spirits, 
Um, again, now, now we're, we're, we're talking separate from the Holy Spirit. We're talking about demonic spirits and influence. And we said that outward aggressive spirits, uh, those are the intents, the actions, right? But all these things are resting the genuine you. All right, and so, so we, you know, we're going to spend a little bit of time just talking about how, you know, because we talked about falling away, right, falling out of agreement, remember? Because we said if you start to make excuses, you're protecting the spirit. You're harboring the future, right? So to fall away, I have to be in agreement with God. Just like in our life, if you're in agreement with someone, and if someone else offers you a truth and you get in agreement with them, well, that person feels betrayed, right? But well, once we get in agreement with God, we're no longer in agreement with that spirit. And that spirit now has no, no uh, uh, food or nourishment to keep it in your presence. See, it needs agreement and it needs, it needs, it needs agreement and it needs to be... Uh, valued. So in other words, if the spirit of uh, offense attacks someone, it needs the person to retaliate, not walk in love. See, because if the person retaliates, now it's fed. So it's, you know, it's just like in life, somebody comes at you. Remember, we're not wrestling against flesh and blood, but someone comes at you um, divisive. Okay. Well, for them to maintain that aggression, they need you to retaliate. Right, but if you respond in love, it short circuits even how that person thinks. Why? Because that spirit leaves at that particular time. Because there's no, you know, there's no food and no no nourishment. You know, they say somebody. You know, I, I learned this in sports. People talk about you attack attack you. Pay them no mind. But the person you give your attention to, you've given power to. Right? Does that make sense? So we're talking about, again, I'm talking about people, we're talking about spirits. All right, so, so one of the things that's going to help us here, of course, is the mighty word of God, right? Remember we talked about if we embrace the wisdom of God, that can help sever us from the spirit, right? Because we said what? The, the wisdom of God is what? The fool, is foolishness to men. When we went to 1 Corinthians 1, right? Verse 25, or 25 to 27 or whatever, Right? But then we said, so that wisdom of God is pray for your enemies, right? You know, pray for them that despitefully uses you. Well, that's not, that's foolishness, right, to men, right? It's like, no, 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 I'm getting them for getting me, right? We count it all joy when you fall into diverse temptations. No, I'm going to be depressed and frustrated when I'm tested. Right? You see the difference? And so let's go here to Hebrews. We talked about this, but I wanted to give us this scripture in light of some other scriptures that could help us. So this word is important. Remember my wife was talking about this driving in, just the value of the word and how there's so many things in our culture now that says, hey, he, he, this is what you do. Put the word to the side and spend your time investigating this over here. Well, by the time you go through the investigation, what, what are you not doing? Getting your daily bread. Man, should not live by what? Bread alone, but every word that proceeded by the mouth of God. So while I'm on, in my, whatever I'm investigating, you know, you know, these days we could be, never mind, I'll be nice. But, but there's a lot of things that can create diversions and get us away from the word. 
Now we'll see here in Hebrews 4, verse 12. Hebrews 4, verse 12. All right, it says, so for the, for the word of God is quick. That, that means it makes alive. Anything dead, it makes alive, right? It says, and powerful and sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing even the dividing asunder of the soul and the spirit and the joints and the marrow and as a discerner of the thoughts and intents of the heart. Now, remember we said when your spirit is divided, it's divided into thoughts and intents. Thoughts are passive. So I'm going to be playing a victim if the adversary gets a hold of me. Intents are aggressive. They're actions. So I'm going to be rebellious if the adversary gets a hold of me. Right? You ever see somebody, you say, hey, well, I was thinking about maybe if you, you tried this. Well, I'm not trying that. I'm not trying that because I've already decided what I'm going to do. Now, it comes across like they're saying, I'm decisive. But if you look harder, you'll see they're being rebellious. <laughs> it's a subtle thing. You know, it's just subtle. It's like, no, nah, I just, you know, I'm not doing that. Right? Right? But there's something in that spirit, especially when you, you stop trusting people. You know, you start trusting people. So, and you got to watch it because some of us operate where nobody can tell us to do anything. You know, so somebody, somebody might bring up something that's a benefit to us, tied. Well, I'm not doing that. I've decided to do such and such. Did you decide that? Or was it that spirit in you? Right? right? See, again, looking to divide or to create a dual personality apart from your genuine self. All right, now, now let's go here to another scripture in James, next book over. We talked about James chapter 1, 2 through 4, but I wanted to hit another scripture. Uh, let's hit uh, verse 21, James 1, 21. Because we, we need to understand the value of some of the tools that we've been given and how it can assist us in, in running these spirits out of our lives, these demonic spirits out of our lives. All right, it says, wherefore, verse 21, did I give you verse 21? Yeah, it says, wherefore, lay apart all filthiness and superfluity of naughtiness. It says, and receive, look, with meekness, the engrafted word, which is able to what? Save your souls. All right, now, now, okay, so within our soul is our mind, our will, our emotion, our intellect, our imagination, right? This is, that's where we make our choice. And so when the adversary is trying to attack us and trying to access us, he's trying to access what? Our soul, our thoughts. He's trying to, what profit a man to gain the whole world and lose what? His soul, right? To take away your choice. So you see, that's why I say, is it you? Do you have the choice? If you've been offended, if you've been um, rejected, if you've been abused, sometimes we don't realize subtly when we've thirsted for compensation, we got a compensation from the adversary. And so it's not really us. It's, this, it's, this, it's, it's a spiritual influence that's affecting our thoughts and intent. See, again, now, if somebody is giving me instruction and I'm subtly defiant, well, I'm not operating in meekness, am I? Right? It says receive with meekness the engrafted word which is able to save your soul. Right? So the adversary needs us hardened so we don't receive the word, right? 
So, so again, goes back to the scripture, Mark 8, 836. We're, we're profit a man to gain the whole world and lose his soul. Well, why would somebody try to gain the whole world and expense of their soul? Because they're trying, they, 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 their gain is what they deem as their compensation. So the adversary says, hey, if you get this money, you'll be fine. See? Like, like, like all you need is, and, and, and then we talked about this in money point of view, and we've been talking about it in true riches. But let's just look, let's, let's, let's be honest. What's most of the thing that excuses us away from diligence, disobedience, tutors and governors? So I know people, because of their financial position, they don't really believe they need to be listening to anybody. Now, they're, they're not that, they don't, they don't come across arrogant, I'm saying. What I'm saying is, see, there's a spirit deep down in there that's like, you can keep talking, but you got what I got? Why should I listen to you if you don't have what I have? So they honestly think the stuff gives them a pass on getting the wisdom of God. And not realizing they've been falling short of fulfillment the whole time. Because I know plenty of people with stuff and not fulfilled. Just, 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 I've been chasing it for so long and almost can't let go of the chase. Why? Because I've invested all this time and attention. This got to be my role to fulfillment. Right? And that's, that's, a, that's, that, that's a, for lack of better words, a, a sucker move. Um, uh, so we talked about this, and it, it came out uh, 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 Monday in response to the, the, the message on Sunday. When we embrace correction, we inherit change, right? And so in reality, very few people, as we said this on Sunday, have encountered real self. You know, most people have fallen short of their real life. You know, the scripture says all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God, right? And so, and then we talked about this. Some people don't even want to encounter the gen their genuine self. Like, well, I don't want to know. And it's almost like we're, we're despising what God designed because we've picked up something that's been acceptable by the world, right? But... Everything that's acceptable about the world ain't going to fulfill us because it's not, it's not feeding our design, the real us. And so, so you've seen people grow in certain places and stages in their life, but they're still irritable. They're still empty. Um, we were uh, talking earlier, and I was like, you know, I said, I feel for certain people because they used to have fun. Like, now they... Basic, I'm not, I'm not talking about nothing crazy, wilding out or nothing, but they don't enjoy life. That's not, that's not what God signed us up for. You know, you know, just to, you know, constantly, I don't want nobody to think this, or if anybody think that, so what do they try to say? Do they like me? Do they think this? Are they mad at that? Well, I said this. I wonder how do they take it? Oh, man, that's just such a tormenting life when you should be free to just move and I'm going to fulfill my design. I'm going to grow in who I am 
And some things people are going to accept. Some people think things are going to not. Some, people going to under, some things people are going to understand, you know, as I continue to grow. But I'm going to let some things play itself out. We'll talk about that in um, uh, a couple of Wednesdays from now, you know, just kind of let it work. But just so, so, so again, this word is going to help us to flush out some of this noise and some of these spirits. You know, the Bible says you're clean through the word, John 15, 3. So Joshua says, meditate on the word day and night, do all that's written therein. All right, so now meditating on something that's going to be diametrically opposed to the demonic influence, right? The word, right? Remember we talked about four sources of authority, right? Three inadequate sources are tradition, experience, right? And uh, intellect, right? The true source is what? The word of God. Right? So now meditating day and night on the true source of authority. Right? Right? But not only am I meditating on it, I'm doing all that's written therein. So now in, in what I meditate on and what I act upon. So what, when I meditate on this, come on, remember we talked about thoughts and intents. Stay with me. So when I meditate on something day and night, I'm shifting my thoughts. Right. I'm renewing my mind. And if I keep doing it long enough, I'm going to renew the spirit of my mind. So that's the thoughts, right? Remember, dividing us under the thoughts and intents of the heart. What's those dual spirits? The dual spirits is thoughts playing the victim on the inside because of rejection or intents operating in rebellion or, you know, aggressiveness, right? But that word goes in, divides the thoughts and intents. Don't let what the adversary has infiltrated to affect our spirit, man, corrupt our spirit, man, right? Right? So when I meditate on the word day and night, I take care of the thoughts that's been affected. Right? Right? When I do all that's written therein, I take care of the actions or the intent. You see what I'm saying? So God gave us a solution. Meditate on the word, then I do all that's written therein. Then shall you make your way prosperous. Then shall you have good success. Right? Did you see that? So if I don't meditate on the word, I'm allowing the wrong thoughts. See, see, now I'm not casting out all imagination and every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God. I'm not bringing every thought into captivity to the obedience of Christ Jesus, to the obedience to the word. Right? You got me? All right, good, good, good. So we got that there. All right, so, so now this helps us with why we spend time at this church making sure we renew our minds. Because since I've been born in sin and iniquity, so that's a layer. And then sometimes I've been abandoned or neglected or rejected from youth. That's another layer. Then I, I seek out relationships as compensation. They play me. That's another layer. So as I'm going through this stuff, I got to renew my mind when I come into the kingdom because my mind is jacked up through pain, trauma, and abuse. Right? I mean, this, this is the culture. This is, this is the world that little G has blinded the minds of men of. Right? And, and honestly, wants to make us think, well, I'm the only one that's gone through this. You know, I used to tell, the, I used to tell the, uh, when I used to work in the group homes, I said, man, we can go up and down the street, knock on every door. Everybody done been through something. Right? It's not what we've been through. 
is are we going to embrace what God has gave us as his compensation package, right? So we got to renew our mind. But, we, but, but it's not enough to agree that I need to get these spirits out. I think we all do very good with that. We, like we all agree, I can't operate in this selfishness. I can't be offended, right? I can't think that nobody can tell me anything. I can't be rebellious and arrogant, and I can't keep hiding and making excuses to not take responsibility for my life. We agree with that, but we, you don't change just because you agree. You got to meditate on this stuff day and night until it becomes a default, right? See, see think about it. The adversary has been offering us a rehearsal for a long time. Now, I don't even know why you bothered to do that. You ain't never been able to do that. And nobody likes you anyway. He's constantly have you rehearsing it. If, you, if you've messed up at any time in your life, any move you make for success or anything is coming towards you, he's going to have, whoa, 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 whoa. No, you, you, we got to rehearse. We got to rehearse our lines. You always mess up. This, you always get to this point where things are going well. But eventually, everybody's going to figure out, we already know, you're going to blow it again. Why would you even commit to this? You've always slipped in the sin. Watch something you wasn't supposed to watch. So, so what makes you think it's going to be different this time? See, he's, he's, he's rehearsing again the things that we're supposed to forget that's behind us. That's what the scripture said. See, God's prescription, forget the things that are behind you, press toward the market, I prize that I call the Christ Jesus. He said, the things that are gained or lost, I count dung. Like, doodle, because I'm moving forward, right? So I'm not building a case for where I've been. I'm building a road from where I'm going, right? Does that make sense? Right? And see, so this is why the scripture says you must be born again. And, and so, so God See, we're in 2023, and you got so many different things in culture. I feel this way. Um, uh, I was made this way. Uh, I was born this way. See, we need to be more sensitive because some people were just born that way. Listen, nothing's changed for me. The Bible says, verily, verily, I say unto you, you must be born again. That's all of us. So whatever the category, the Keith Bradley, you're running out trying to have sex with everybody. You must be born again. The Keith Bradley running out there drinking and smoking. You must be born again. The other person that's deciding what type of identity they want to be. You must be born again. The person chasing little, little boys and girls. You must be born again. Pick anything in the category. We must be born again. Right? You see what I'm saying? Because otherwise, these spirits that are going to make us think how we feel is who we are. No, we've been abused. And it created a void, a thirst. And before we came to Christ, the adversary gave us, here, here, here you go. Here's your support team. Why do a people that's been abused go around abusing people? Why, how, how is somebody all of a sudden promiscuous and they got taken advantage of? 
It ain't them. It's the spirit that's attached itself that when you're not in the kingdom, you can't see it. You can't even discern the spirit. So what do you think? Well, if I feel this way, this is who I am. You'll, you'll come to church and sit in the back and be like, well, I'm not feeling as righteous as what they're talking about, so I'm just going to stay back here. Well, I don't want to sing now because I don't feel like I think I should feel as a Christian. Now, that's, that's, that's that spirit that's been ignored or excused or hidden but needs to be exposed. Right? Does that make sense? All right. Hopefully this helps us, right? All right, so, so we talked about in... Um, all right, so we talked about deliverance is the process of falling out of agreement, all right, with the false demonic personalities. You know, you got to do it point by point, right? We talked about that Sunday. All right, and we said that uh, Jesus came what? Oh, well, let's, let's go, because I, I love this scripture. So 1 John 3. Excuse me. 1 John 3. All right, so 1 John 3. Uh, verses 8 and 9. And, and I think this is so important because this is what our target is. Uh, and this is what we're supposed to be. Right? It says now, verse uh, 8 says, he that committed sin is of the devil. So that's just flat out exposure right there. Right? So, so that's of the devil. That's not God. There's no godly uh, thing about it. It says, for the devil sinned from the beginning. For this purpose, the Son of Man was manifested that he might destroy the works of the devil. Whosoever is born of God doth not commit sin. For his seed, right? You know, now, when it says his seed, if you break this down, you study this out, it's talking about divine sperm, right? So his seed, his divine seed, Right, remaineth in the, the child of God, and he cannot sin. You see what I'm saying? So this is how we're supposed to be. This is the genuine us, not, hey, well, everybody sin. That, that, that's not you. That came from a demonic influence. Right? Constantly going, well, nobody's perfect, this, that, and the other. I agree, but Christ is. And he dwells on the inside of us, okay? All right, so, so we, gotta, we, we, we said we got to fall out of agreement and we got to bust up the enemy because can two walk together unless they be agreed. So in other words, when, we're, when we do opposite of what that spirit is trying to influence us to do, when the spirit is trying to keep us asleep and we get up, see, see, we're, 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 we're separating from the hold of that spirit. Right? When we choose not to watch something, we're separating the hold. When we choose to walk in love, when we could retaliate, we're separating the hold of that spirit. You know, I was telling somebody, young man I'm ministering to, I said, come on, man, like, 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 make it hard. I said, you can't just fall every time you're tempted. And, and so I wasn't putting the person down, but I was like, like, you ain't even like showing no resistance, man. Like, show some resistance at least. Like, make it difficult. But, but like, as soon as you, ah, uh, 
you know, Pastor Keith, man, you know, they called me or, or, well, I got mad at such and such. Okay. Now you got to put to practice what you say you're going to do. Like, like, we got to show some type of resistance, man. Some. Little bit. Like, like, how about not doing it the first time? Try it. You might like it. You know, as opposed to, ah, man, I'm tempted. That, you know, people are living like that. Like, hey, nothing I can do. I was tempted. That's not true. And so, so sometimes we're not showing any resistance because the spirit is going, hey, listen, ain't nothing you can do once you're tempted. That is not accurate. That's a lie, right? And so we got to starve these spirits. Don't feed them. We got to starve them, right? Right? And, I, and that's why, that's why we got to challenge ourselves. You know, some of y'all out there, Yes, you, you, you can get the word and not be here. Uh, you can get the word on Sunday and not be here. Yeah, but there's something that happens when those spirits are coming in the atmosphere of the presence of God. Something happens. See, see so there was, there was breakthroughs that happened on Sunday. For, for some people that wanted the breakthrough, but they, they, they kind of been, have been held on the inside. So, so even uh, worship or the spirit is moving, like, like the spirit wouldn't allow them to move. And so people was experiencing breakthroughs. One person called me and said, man, they were uh, sweating and shaking. I didn't know what was going on. I thought they were sick. You know, and the wife said, oh, no, I was the Holy Spirit. And so she said, uh, I'm, I'm going to go home, go lay down. And then... It was like, it was like, I was fine. I don't know what was going on with me. I'm going to call Pastor Keith. And the wife was like, yeah, good. You should. So, but the wife was almost, she, she's funny. So she was almost like, uh, he's going to tell you what I told you. <laughs> it was the Holy Spirit. And so we had a conversation. I said, I said, you were so open for what God was doing. You were exposing things. And so that was your breakthrough. And so that doesn't, doesn't happen when you can be in God's house. See, that, you know, you always hear uh, uh, praise steals the avenger or, or, or confuses the enemy. Remember Jehoshaphat in 2 Chronicles 20? Man, they got on their face. Who goes to a war and, what you say, Pastor Mel, and calls the choir? <laughs> yeah, we're about to have a battle. We need you guys to come on in for you about to have a battle. What you calling us for? You know, you know. don't Menace Lamar got a gun? <laughs> yeah, put him on the front line. Who does that? Right? But see, those spirits can't handle that worship. Listen, I had a situation. Oh, I got to share this. I, I love you, but I got to share this because it's to benefit the people. So your situation benefit the people. So this particular person comes to my house, Right? And we were fasting. This is, we, weren't in, we weren't in Charlotte at the time, so we fasted. So the person kind of showed up unannounced, right? And so, 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 so I was, uh, we was fasting that week, but I was painting, you know, just painting the trim and stuff like that. I don't know if it was, I don't think it was moving. I think I was just trying to keep the house, you know, I had a new house. I was trying to keep that thing looking good, right? So, so I'm painting, and so I had worship plans. 
So the person comes in, they sit down. I said, well, listen, you came, you, you didn't tell me you was coming, you came here fasting. I ain't watching no, no TV, no nothing. This is, you showed up at my house. Right? So they sat down and the worship was going forth, but I heard them. No, no, I don't want this. No, no. Like, and so my, I, my thought was, let me go in there. Because it looked like the person was getting beat up. So I didn't go in there. Holy Spirit, no, I got this. You just finish doing what you just do. So I ain't go. <laughs> I just kept on. I just kept on paying. So then finally, I, you know, I walked in and it was like, uh, uh, play something else. I said, well, no, no, no. You came to my house. This is what we playing at the house. But what was is what, the, what was present in the person couldn't take the worship. You see? So. That's why the spirits want you to stay away from the house. <laughs> because the spirits know when you get in the house, like, like, really like in the dispersant darkness, you know, like, just like when the guy was about to go into the bar, the angel grabbed the other angel, like, whoa, 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 where you going? He was like, man, we can't let him go in there by himself. He said, there ain't enough prayer coverage. He said, we can't go in there. Look at all them demons. He on his own. Well, I think it's the other way around, too. When you walk through them doors, the demon be like, whoa, 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 where you going, man? Where you going? He said, man, we can't go in there. It's too much worship. <laughs> we catch him when he come outside. Let's go sit back in the car. We'll just catch him in the car, but we ain't, we ain't going in there. Right? Hoping you don't come in. There's people that's got to the parking lot and didn't make it in the building, believe it or not. And I'm not talking about Karen's testimony, how she's driving to the parking lot. Just in case some of y'all was thinking that. I'm talking about in this day and time now, there's people that's gotten to the parking lot, they ain't got in the building. Right? Because there's something that happens within people's spirit. Right, so let's go here to James chapter 1. James chapter 1. We talked about this on Sunday too, but I think this is this is... So fitting with something else I'm going to add. Remember, so we said schizophrenia is double-mindedness or two minds or two souls. Double-mindedness. Two minds or two souls. You know, that's what uh, uh, the Greek uh, version of double-mind means. I mean, two minds means two souls, right? Remember, thoughts and intents. Just, just, just kind of trying to mess you up. So James chapter 1, verse 8. Obviously, James chapter 1 is a good chapter to read, right? We didn't, spend, we didn't reference it quite a bit this, today, right? We did the count of all joy. You know, when you fall into diverse temptations, knowing this is trying to pay work with patience. That's 2 through 4. Now we ain't here talking about double-minded, right? If anyone acts lack of wisdom, that's verse 5, right? We went into talking about 21, the engrafted word, which is able to save your souls, Right? All right, so all this is in James chapter 1. So verse 8, it says, A double-minded man is unstable in all his ways. All right, so I'm going to read this at the classic Amplified version. It says, For being as he is, a man of two minds, hesitating, dubious, irresolute, he is unstable and unreliable and uncertain about everything he thinks, feels, and decides. That's torment. 
That is torment. Now, now it's so interesting because uh, when you go through trauma, the, the adversary or the spirits try to get you isolated, try to, try, to, try to isolate you, right? Because Now, why would somebody try to isolate you? Because they want you to lean to what? Your own understanding. But that's not really the ultimate goal. The ultimate goal is to get you to deceive yourself. James, again, chapter 1, verse 19, right? Well, it might not be 19. It might be, let me see. Let's see. It says we're in James. All right, verse 19 says, uh, Wherefore, my beloved brethren, let every man be swift to hear and slow to speak and slow to wrath. Slow to wrath. Look at that. It says, For the wrath of man worketh not the righteousness of God. Wherefore, lay apart all uh, filthiness and superfluity of naughtiness and receive with meekness the engrafted word which is able to save your souls. All right, it says, And be not, uh, it, it says, But be ye doers of the word and not hearers only. Look. Deceiving your own selves. So it's not enough just to hear it. We got to apply it because we can end up what? No, 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 wait. It said deceiving somebody else? You're deceiving yourself. Wouldn't that be double minded? <laughs> deceiving your own self. Now, now look at this pattern. Look at this pattern of when we've been traumatized and we decide to protect ourselves. When we decide to protect ourselves, we deceive ourselves that we don't need to talk to nobody. We don't need no accountability. We don't need no responsibility. And then when we find out that we're manipulating, which is another spirit, right, we will justify. No, no, I'm not manipulating. No, I just have a different way of looking at this, right? So, we, so the whole time, and then we are reaping people manipulating us. And we were like, I don't know why. Jeanette, people are manipulating. Like, I ain't did nothing because we've deceived ourselves that you, you're reaping what you sow. You've been manipulating for the longest. You're just nicer about it. <coughs> Excuse me. <coughs> right, thank you. That was sweet that you did that. <laughs> but it's still manipulation, right? Been like living manipulation. You know, some, some of us some of us been in manipulation so long, we don't forgot we're manipulating, but we're deceiving. Oh, I, you know, I was just, you know, Pastor Mel, I was just, you know, yeah, everything's going good, you know. But once I once I, once I pay this and take care of this, it'd be fine. You, you, oh, that just came out of, out of nowhere. No, it's manipulation because I want the person to do what. <laughs> okay, th thanks. I, I, I don't know if I really wanted the specific response, but appreciate your help there back there, buddy. <laughs> right? You know, or like one time a person came to church, right, on E. We was at uh, our second location. So they came to church, and then it was like, well, um, I can't get home. I don't have no gas. So what I told the person is, I said, so basically you didn't really, like, you basically came to manipulate us to give you gas. Well, what do you mean? I said, because you didn't call up and say, hey, I'm coming to church. I'm on E. It's, would somebody give me gas if I come to church? You came. 
We ain't got no choice. I mean, well, we do have a choice, but you want to eat, we're going to make sure you got home. Right? Subtly, you manipulate. <laughs> you understand what I'm saying? Like, it's, it's a subtle, we, we do subtle things. I, listen, I know people show up, went out to eat, came out, and you ain't got no money. You ain't asking at that point. <laughs> right? Are you? But what I'm saying is, <laughs> this, this, look, this guy must have a, this guy back here must have a history. <laughs> right. <laughs> but what I'm saying is, <laughs> like, no. <laughs> Don't do it no more. Okay. It's okay. It's all right. Forgive him. Let him go. <laughs> right. All right. So what I'm saying is, it's so subtle, the person doesn't even realize how you're just not valuing people by just giving them the opportunity to have their own choice. But then you'll tell yourself, I don't understand why people keep playing me. You reap what you sow. The spirit has you doing something so you can sow a seed because the spirit wants you to reap a harvest of the seed you sow. Just like God wants us to do what the word says so we can reap a harvest of it. Right? You, you got me? Remember, we talked about, nothing. don't nobody get all offended or nothing. Just, just realize we need to make some changes, right? And so, so this, this is so subtle because when you end up deceiving yourself, you'll find out it, it's all in the pattern of the spirit to create a double mind. Look here at 2 uh, Timothy. 2 Timothy chapter 2. And these scriptures we've discussed before, but in the light of what we're talking about, it'll make a lot of sense to us, right? 2 Timothy 2, uh, we'll just start here at verse 24 for conversation here. Well, verse 23, verse 22. It says, flee also youthful lust, right? But follow righteousness, faith, charity, which is love, peace, with them that call on the Lord out of a what? A pure heart, right? Right, it says, uh, it says, but foolish and unlearned questions avoid knowing that they do gender strife. So some people don't really want to know the truth. They just want to cause controversy. That's subtle too. That's a spirit, right? Right? It says, and the servant of the Lord must not strive. We talked about this earlier today, right, or earlier this week, or one of the days. But be gentle unto all men, apt to teach, patient, right? Look at this. In meekness, instructing those that oppose themselves. The scripture says people are opposing themselves. It says, if God peradventure or perhaps will give them repentance to the acknowledging of the truth. Look at verse 26. And that they may recover themselves out of the snare of the devil who are taken captive by him at his will. So, so again, when we operate in love, so we got two sides of this, right? I'm going to fall out of agreement by walking out the word, right? But if I'm, on a, if, I'm, if I'm the person that's being impacted by the person that's influenced by the Spirit, I'm going to respond in wisdom like we talked about. I'm going to respond in love. I'm going to pray for them that despitefully use me or what have you. Why? 
Because if I operate in meekness, now meekness is, is persuading in return for attack. So that means I'm looking to reconcile when somebody's coming at me, not looking to retaliate. Right? There's Moses. Remember, he prayed for uh, Aaron and Miriam, even though they was what? Coming at him. So that's what meekness is. And it says, if I operate in this meekness and patience and faith, I can, I can help someone that's opposing themselves recover from the enemy. Like I can get them released from the spirit because my response is not going to feed the spirit. It's going to be opposite of what the spirit wants and it's going to release them, release that hole. You see that? Right. And so, so you remember the Bible says the prodigal son when he was eating a slop with the pigs, what? He came to himself. But to come to yourself, that means you have to be against yourself. You have to be opposing yourself. And this is what's been happening. We're looking around for the enemy, and the enemy's inside of us. We're opposing ourselves, blaming everybody else. It's our little defaults that we picked up that the adversary has influenced. Uh, uh, Amelia, uh, would you mind if I use the statement you made the other day? Just for the people watching, she shook her head yes. Uh, she, when she was talking and she, made, she said the statement, that just rung out to me. She said, a part of me, and she was talking about, you know, she decided not to participate in something, but she said, a part of me wanted to participate. As soon as she said, I was like, oh, my God, that's it right there, right? Like, what part of us is trying to participate in something that we know we're not supposed to do? What part is that? And then why do we have a part? And, and, and look now, and then you know, in our culture, they glorify or what is it? What are they, y'all gonna know the name, but it's alternate personalities. But what do they call it? Is that what they call it? Well, I, I, I'm, I know compartment. I'm talking about like in the uh, pop culture, like alter ego. There you go. That, see, look, as soon as I said pop culture, like they knew what I was talking about. But but they and so if you 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 follow these people, you establish your alter ego. Do you understand what you just decided to do? Oppose yourself. Right? You decide to live in opposing yourself. Oh, that's my alter ego. <laughs> Pastor Mel said, that's a demon. <laughs> right? And, and think about it. Like, so that means once you've, you've accepted this, you got the spirit walking around with you all the time. That you, and then sometimes you decide when you want to use it. And then so, no, that wasn't me. That was the alter ego. That was you. <laughs> you yielded to that. You, you see what I'm saying? All right, so, so we got to watch that. Now, now let's look at this. Uh, Pastor Melody brought this out while we were having one of our conversations. I was like, y'all have a lot of conversations. Yes, we do. I'm fortunate to have someone in my life where I can talk about the word. Growing on the same page. Hint, hint, 
That's what the goal is. Right? That's what the goal is. It's what I always wanted. And that's what I got. Amen. All right, so uh, Romans 7, 14. Uh, this, this totally lines up with everything we're talking about. Romans 7, 14. It says, for we know that the law is spiritual, but I am carnal, sold under sin. Remember? birthed and born into sin, right? It says, for that which I do, I allow not. For what I would, that do I not. But what I hate, that I do. It says, if then I do that which I would not, I consent unto the law that it is good. So if I'm doing that, which I wouldn't do, I've just gotten an agreement with it that it's okay because I'm doing it. I've just given it a license to have permission in my life when I act on it. Right? It says, now then it is no more that I do it, but sin that dwelleth in me. Right? It says, I know that in me, that is in my flesh, dwelleth no good thing. For to will is present with me, but how to perform that which is good, I find not. Keyword, to will, to do the right thing is present with me because I've accepted Jesus Christ, my Lord and Savior. But we know the spirit is indeed willing, but the flesh is weak. See, once I've been born again, I've, I've, I've established this life in Christ. And I got to feed my new nature. Remember, we talked about the old nature and the new nature. I got to feed the new nature. I got to nourish the new nature. I got to meditate on the word day and night. I got to be in an atmosphere where the new nature is being strengthened. Being born in sin and the lifestyle that I, had, I have I lived at one time in the old nature always feeds the wrong spirits. So I'm not trying to feed them at all. I'm starving them and feeding the spirit. That's what, that's what fast week is, right? We're starving the flesh. To feed the spirit, right? And that's how we're supposed to live as a, at, at a fasted life, right? Uh, where, did I, where was I at? I'll just, I'll just read 18 over. It says, for I know that in me, that is in my flesh, dwells no good thing. For the will is present with me. But how to perform that which is good, I find not. Interesting. Said for the good that I would. <clears throat> now he's changing it around. Think, see, before it was the things that I don't want to do, I find myself doing. Now he's saying, for the good that I would do, that I want to do, for the good that I would, I do not, but the evil which I would not, that I do. It says, now if, <clears throat> excuse me, uh, now if I do that I would not, it is no more that I do it, but sin that dwelleth in me. Hmm, I find in a law that when I would do good, evil is present with me, trying to influence me. For I delight in the law of God after the inward man, but I see another law in my members, warring against the law of my mind, bringing me into captivity to the law of sin which is in my members. Remember, casting out all imaginations. 
It says, O wretched man that I am, who shall deliver me from this body of death? I thank God through Jesus Christ our Lord. So then with, with the mind, I myself serve the law of God. But with the flesh, the law of sin. So I do not want to yield to the flesh. The spirit is indeed willing, the flesh is weak. I don't want to feed the weak, I want to feed the willing. Matthew 26, 41. And we see it play out over and over and over when we're consistent in feeding the spirit, we walk in a level of consistency. When we're not consistent, we walk in the flesh. And we take on these things. Uh, Proverbs 6, 2 says this. It says, all the ways of man are clean in his own eyes. Now, now look at the second part of this. It says, but the Lord weigheth the spirits. The Lord is weighing. Do you have spirits influencing your choice and decision? Or are you led by the Holy Spirit? All the ways of man are clean in his own eyes, but the Lord weighed the spirits. Are we? Are we weighing what, what spirit is influencing our choices and decisions? Is it fear? Is it insecurity? Is it manipulation? Is it lust? Or is it the Holy Ghost? All right, Mark chapter 11. Let's, 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 we're going to end at Mark chapter 11. I'm sorry. 16.2. I said six. I did. Out of the mouth of two or three witnesses. <laughs> Let everybody be rebuked from pastor. <laughs> I'm just playing. I'm just playing. <laughs> I apologize. 16.2. Uh, and, and it's not Mark. It's Matthew. Matthew 11. Correct that before y'all correct me. <laughs> before y'all get me. Where was that, Pastor? All right, so Mark 11, uh, verse 12. Matthew 11, verse 12. Actually, this particular verse, I've been, I've been saying Mark when I should say Matthews for years now for some reason. Because um, in my notes, it actually has Mark. But I know it's Matthews. I thought I changed it um, when I put it down. Hopefully, I gave you all the right scripture back there. Did I give you Matthews or Mark? I gave you both. See? Double minded. I'm just. <laughs> all right, Matthew, Matthew 11. Uh, I haven't said anyone try to get this one. It says, And from the days of John the Baptist until now, the kingdom of heaven suffereth violence, and the violent taken by force. Now, 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 let's process through the scripture. It says, you know, from, you know, it says, you know, John the Baptist came to what? The kingdom of God is at hand, right? And really just to uh, 
to shift people to understand, like, what are y'all doing? Like, it's all about operating the kingdom. That's what our flow is, is operating the kingdom. And so it says, from these days, uh, the kingdom of heaven suffers violence. So what it means is the demonic activity and the demonic spirits are pressing to gain a, 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 the high ground or gain a foothold in taking advantage of our lives before we get to where we need to be to be in position to have influence over the, the adversary. So it says, the king of heaven suffers violence. It says, the violence taketh by force. So what it means is, if the adversary is forfully, forcefully trying to gain position in our lives and in the kingdom, are we forcefully trying to make sure he don't get it? So he's trying to overall take over the kingdom. But you talked about patience. He's trying to get to you one person at a time. To all the demons, imps, and the Satan, Satan's angelic race. So you got demons forcefully trying to take position in your mind. It's not casual. It's, it's, we talk about flash flooding. It's flash flooding. You know, flash, you know, flash flooding is next time you go to the movies or, or you don't have to just next time you watch TV, they'll show you the whole movie, not the whole movie, but a lot of the movie in like 10, 30, 30 seconds. They flash flooding you. And so, so, so it's a marketing tool where like you go to the movies and they flash flood you. You see all the stuff, but within there it was like, go get you some popcorn and some Coke. Right? <laughs> And so you'd be like, no, oh, I just, I think, the movie about to start, you'd be like, I just think I want some Coke and popcorn. I don't know why, for some reason. Right? Well, the adversary is trying to flash flood your mind. Right? Try to overwhelm. Look at all the stuff that comes at you. Uh, y all, y all, uh, uh, they were talking about Bible study fellowship. Like the things on, 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 that suddenly put on TV. Listen, I used to do comics. I drew comics. I, I, listen, I was supposed to go to art school. I, I snuck. I didn't go. I took the money that, 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 that I was supposed to catch the bus to art school. I walked to downtown Newark, which is not around the corner. Like, like I would walk, go to the arcade, buy my comic book, play video games, and then walk back home act like I was at school. But I never went, you know. Should have. Well, so I read all the comic books. I knew the stories. I knew the backdrop. I knew everything. You watch comics now, they weaving in stuff that wasn't in the comics. Like keeping it real, take whatever position you want. But they had, it was an old superhero. They had the superhero and he was like, never since my wife died. His wife was a, a, was a, a, a male. That wasn't in the comic. Stan Lee didn't write that. So, so, so what I'm saying is things are being flash flooded and they're being flash flooded as normal. That's why we must be born again. Because it's not, it's not normal because people are, because you, uh, uh, somebody close to me said, uh, well, this is what we do as young people. No, 
You don't do every, I said, okay, so basically, well, if the young people are all going to jump off the cliff, I know that's an old state, you going to jump off the cliff too? You just can't do it because everybody's doing it. You can't just wear it because everybody's wearing it. You can't just go there because everybody's going it. You can't buy it because everybody's buying it. You can't open yourself up to it because everybody's, oh, it's flash flooding. The adversary is violently trying to take your life. So we have to violently stand and anchor ourselves in the things of God. But we just suddenly, do you, you understand there's purpose decisions and there's opportunity decisions. Every opportunity is not good because it's not purpose. But a lot of times we're not playing off a purpose because we don't know what purpose is because we're not playing off the things of God. We're playing off of opportunities. Opportunities are like carrots. Yeah, yeah. Remember the old Bugs Money when they had the dog that would chase the uh, carrot? He never caught it, did he? <laughs> right? That, that's, that's, that's what violently the adversary is trying to flash flood us to steal our minds. But are we guarding our heart with all diligence? Violently. Oh, no, no, you ain't getting my mind. Oh, no, well, that might be popular, but I'm not doing it. Oh, I got to go. I can't do this. Well, but see, but not, that, that's, I've been in situations, people have done stuff, or I hear certain music atmosphere. Y'all don't know how much I carry. I have my headphones everywhere I go. I have my headphones I go into the grocery store. I have, like, if I, if I go to the grocery store, sometimes I was late on my workout because I'm like, oh, I'm not going up in there without my headphones. Which <laughs> is just not happening. I'm not going into the grocery store. I constantly have worship playing with me all the time. Ask my wife on Saturday, like, uh, I'll be, the game will be on, but I'm not listening to it. I got worship playing. Like, because I have to have a certain atmosphere. I don't need to listen to it. I need worship because so, I'm, what I'm doing is I'm guarding myself. And then sometimes I've been in a situation where I don't have my headphones, I'd be praying in tongues the whole time. I'm just praying in the spirit the whole time. What am I doing? Guard my heart with all diligence. There, there's things we've done out of love. We were led to do it out of love. Like, so we, oh, man. Well, I'm just going to say it because most of the people know how I flow. So, I, I did the funeral. I went to the repast for support. I knew there was a particular time I was leaving, but the whole time I was there, I was praying in tongues. And I was like, okay, this, this is bad. There's enough tongues praying. We got to go. Right? Why? I'm guarding my heart. And now, now people know one person, I said, you roll? And I said, yeah, you know, I can't. This is not. And then in one, one situation, <laughs> I saw what the setup was going to be. So I already knew what the music was going to be. I, I didn't get up on the table. Yo, going to, I didn't do that. I, I'm responsible to guard my heart. Do you understand that? So are you. But we haven't been as diligent at times. And then we wonder why, why do I feel this way? Why did the guy call me up, 
didn't smoke, drink, or nothing. It was like, I don't know, Minister Bradley, I was minister back then. Mr. Brad, I don't know what's going on, man. Man, man I don't know what's going on, man. Like, I'm, I'm paranoid, man. Like, like uh, fear is all over me. I said, who you had sex with last night? Well, how, how you know I had sex? I said, whoever you had sex with was full of fear. Oh, my God. Now that I think about it, that girl was paranoid. I said, you don't just get the pleasure. You get the package. Guard your heart with all diligence. You see what I'm saying? This person wasn't thinking, listen, they weren't paranoid because they were smoking. They were paranoid because they, they, they exposed themselves to the spirit. This, that's a true story. Right? And we don't realize we just be exposing ourselves. <laughs> like, like, no, you can pick it up. Something right up in here. What's going Like some. We, we went to pick up. I went, because I'm a health guy. I went to this holistic place when we was in Hilton Head. Right? It's actually two minutes away from that place. So I went. We went in there. You know, and I'm, I'm, I'm kind of, you know, looking at the stuff they got. But I, th- this is my other thing. I read everything. So I'm like, it looked like they practice something else. In here, what's what we talk? What's the apothecary or whatever? You know, like uh, yeah, it's aroma. But you know, some of these people, like you talked about witchcraft the other day. Some people be brewing up stuff. So we was in there talking. I said, "So, baby, uh, we good? Let's go." <laughs> like I'm not, I'm out of here. We ain't getting nothing in here. Wait, listen. I went to get a facial. I just started looking around at the different stuff. I said. These people were, they, 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 their belief is different. I said, I can't go back here. But I picked it up. I just was watching. And then I, started, I studied out all the symbols and stuff like that. You might be thinking I'm over the top, but I don't need to go there. You understand what I'm saying? Like, I don't need to do anything but be with God. This is, so that's, that's, I'm just sharing with you some of the things that I do because I'm diligent. Now, you might say it don't take all that, but the adversary thinks your soul takes all that. I, I guarantee you, he ain't under peer pressure to go. Somebody going, man, you, man, you doing too much, man, just for their soul? It, it take all that. This is what he's telling his demons. It take all that. So what are you doing? All right, so that's it. That's all for today. Any thoughts? Uh, what it make you think about how are you challenged? If you're uh, watching online, you can um, put something in the chat or you can put your phone on mute and you can call into the call-in line.